And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Hi, my name is Holly Amon, and you may remember me from episode 36, or maybe you've seen my Instagram or Facebook post. I am the owner and head health, fitness, and mindset coach of Fit with Holly Amon. I started my fitness journey after spending years restricting, dieting, and binging, and then I was like, no, no more of that, and began focusing on getting strong, gaining muscle, and fostering a healthy relationship with food and facking loving myself. I know firsthand the struggle of trying to be comfortable in your body and navigate the sea of fitness influencers, advertisements, and messages being thrown at you from all over the world. Over the past three years, I have dedicated myself to helping others reach their level of fitness success in a way that reflects sustainability for them. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a and click the link in my bio for more information. Hey, Katie, did you know that you should go for a routine dental hygiene visit every six to nine months? Kind of, but does everyone have to do that? Our friends at Family Dental Center told me that every six to nine months is ideally how often you should see your hygienist, but it varies depending on a person's oral health. Having a routine dental hygiene visit will help remove calculus and tartar buildup, provide early cavity detection, catch small issues before they become major treatment, and screen for oral cancer. Oh, so going for routine dental hygiene checks helps with your overall health, plus keeps your teeth looking fresh and clean. Exactly. You can book your dental hygiene appointment by visiting Family Dental Center in Belleville, Frankfurt, or Coburg at FamilyDentalCenter.com. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family. I had a dream last night that I put us on the radio. On the radio? Because I haven't done it for a really long time. Like I, It's been... Probably since the beginning, like over a year. But I had a dream last night that I was. we were still in program. You were just like staring at the button. It's like, oh no. Yeah, I have to constantly like look. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing okay. If I could never... So, <laughs> hear me out. Ready. Um, we're currently running a Taylor Swift contest. On Cool 100. On Cool 100. And it has been the most insane thing I have ever seen. Swifties, you be crazy. Holy crap. Um, and the questions that have been coming in have been, like, absolutely, like, nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I put in the wrong keyword? What if I spell it the wrong way? like we we're not care. it's not that deep we don't care about spelling i get it though because i feel like some contests are like very, very like you have to it has yeah. to be the like, one thing we're very big on is terrestrial listening area which people are not fully understanding mm-hmm. um so what that means is you have to be within our coverage area which goes like yeah bright in no right in our big coverage area is like it goes like to like colburn Bank to like up. just outside Kingston, cool. yeah, and then and then all the way to like the whole the county. county, and then like up to like Madoc. No, it goes to Bancroft. Bancroft, holy yeah. crap! So that's but that's our listening area, and people are like, "I'm in Toronto. Does that count?" And we have to be like, "No." <laughs> also, we want to reward. I think the whole idea is like you want to reward the people who are listening to you all the time, yeah, instead of someone who in our like community isn't. Yeah, yeah we, like there's definitely people who are just trying so hard to get Taylor Swift tickets. We check. Because we don't want to be rewarding like stuff, especially like this, to like people who don't or listen to the station. Or some people are saying they're going to sell the tickets, so yeah. we don't want that to happen. Well, no, because like why? Why? Yeah, I don't know. We want the true Swifties to get the tickets. Yeah, if you're like a big fan of something, like why would you not want to? Yeah. Yeah, I would probably die straight on the spot. Are like, you if I got not t- being able to be in this contest? It's, 
So we can't play contests, by the way. If you work at a radio station, Because, quote, unquote, it's not fair. But I think it's completely unfair <laughs> that I'm not allowed to play. And, like, our families can't play. Yeah, our families can't play. I think it's, like, a legal thing. Like, it it's actually, like, thing, a yeah. full thing. Yeah, so. I've been, like, so our promo manager, Cole, has, he holds the keys to all of these Taylor Swift mm-hmm. tickets. And I'm just, like, so Cole. Like, what do I got to do? <laughs> and he's, like, I can't pick you. I was like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "I really." He's like, "I, I can't." Can't pick you. It's yeah. so sad. And it's like, not even the big bosses mm-hmm. can get picked. No, like big no, big hard no. Hard anyway, no. so that's where we're at. I also don't have any keywords. <laughs> yeah, we've been getting a lot of messages being like, "Do you have keywords?" I don't know the keywords because I can't play, so I don't care. Also, we just don't have the keywords. That's yeah, the, the on airs. That's the, the on airs job. And cool. and cool. So they have the keywords. We do not have keywords. We have to listen. The same way you guys do. Yeah. But I've been editing a podcast, so I've had headphones on. I was listening the other day. Nice. And I wrote down Listen keywords. My, car. my presets are set. I wrote down keywords because I was like, I just want to pretend to play. Yeah, we want to pretend. I, I've been pretend playing. I've been entering. I love I that. know I can't win. You can't win, but you can still pretend. I'm going to pretend because, like, Taylor Swift, bro. Ugh. I'm, not a, I'm not a Swifty, so I respect her greatly. I do. I have mad, and I love the people who love her so much. I am not a Swifty. I'm a Macklemorean. Is that how they? No, I don't know what they are. I love Macklemore. I can see that. It's a vibe. That it was makes like sense. One of my first concerts as a child, not a child. But no, that's a lie. My first concert was Lil Wayne, but I was in grade eight. He had a fire gun. It was great. But then when I was in grade 11, my brother was at Queens and his roommates were all going to see. I don't know how this happens. My brother lived in a house with like all these like men, dudes, dudes, like all his friends, great dudes. And then I would just like somehow always tag along. I was like all of their little sister. So they were driving to Toronto to see Macklemore and Cam got me a ticket. So they stopped. Or maybe I was in grade 12, but they stopped on their way. I got out of school early. I got in a car with like seven giant dudes and I went to a Macklemore concert. That sounds lovely. It was great. I loved every moment of it. But you know when you look back on like and I was like that was cool. Yeah. You look back and you're like oh yeah I did that. So Cam's not the worst. No we have a we're we get along great. I know I'm just. Imagine okay. you heard us on the phone yesterday. <laughs> Usually one of us will be like uh hi and I was like hello. <laughs> yeah so I recently actually it's funny because I posted about the Taylor Swift contest on our Instagram story. Yeah. And his wife, Jill, responded. Yeah. And was Hi, like, Jill. OMG. And I'm like, we can't win. Yeah, I was like, you can't win. And she then I, upset. yeah, I commiserated over. She made everyone in the family register. <laughs> Shut up, really? Yeah, I think her sister's going. Yeah, her I sister's going. I think Sam's going. going to the UK to see her. Yeah. I think Jill's going to see the Jonas Brothers this weekend. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, should we talk about the episode? Probably. Hi. Hey, we episode. recorded a podcast. Yes, we did. And it was fun. It was super fun. Oh, excuse me. Um, This is Black Bear. It is Black Bear Ridge. The golf course. Golf course that has been resort. here forever. Yeah. But also has had new life breathed. 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 Breathed, 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 breathed into, into it. it. Breathed into it. Words are hard. They are. Yeah. Uh, It was great. I didn't know what to expect. Classic one of those situations. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. No idea what to expect because I am. Like demographically, I don't look like I would play golf. I 
I'm not I'm not their target demo, like by any means. But now I feel like I am. Yeah, so, I feel like millennials are like taking golf over. There's so, no stereotype anymore. Like there is. Yeah, no, but like I just I I just appreciate the way that they're kind of going about things, and it's mm-hmm. just it's kind of exciting. It's new. It's hip. It's fresh. Yeah, and they're doing more than just golf. Yeah. Which I thought is really cool. And I, unfortunately, we talked about it in the episode, but they have ladies night on Wednesdays, which I know a lot of past guests go, um, to, go yeah. to and a lot of uh, women in, in Belleville go to. And I went to one and it was super fun. Unfortunately, it was raining that night and I can't go most Wednesdays because I sailboat race on Wednesdays, but uh, it was super fun. Yeah. And it's a good time. Should we just get into the episode? I guess. Let's just. Let let. Why can't I word? Mm, I don't know. I'm having it's hard really, today. I think I'm it's sleepy. because I had espresso and ADHD meds. Fire! So up. I'm like flying. I didn't take my meds for a while. Okay, let, let, let's let them. And I just had a bunch of sugar because I've been candy. eating those candy berries out on my desk. Okay, let's let them listen. I guess. Listen okay. to the episode. Enjoy. Did you know that Black Bear Ridge Golf Course started to unfold by a real estate developer in the late 1980s? It took several years to reach its opening date in 2005, but it immediately became one of the top golf course designs in North America by Golf Digest. Fast forward to a global pandemic when two out-of-towners decided to buy the course and transform it into a four-season resort. Kale Fair is a tech exec who grew up near Guelph and moved to Toronto for his career. After a startup he had been working on went under and he took time off, which was extended due to the pandemic, his friend Alex, who recently bought Black Bear Ridge, asked if he would take on the lead of operations at Black, and he decided it was a great opportunity. You know, we had to have a local in the studio as well. Katie Perotto grew up in the Bay of Quinney, and her first job was at Stratos Pizza in Consecon. She attended Dalhousie University and has tons of server and hospitality experience, which made her a perfect fit to take on the role of hospitality lead at Black Bear Ridge Golf Course and Resort. Babes of Quinney get ready to talk about some golf as we welcome Kale Fair, the president of Black Bear Ridge, and Katie. Perodo, say it again. Perodo, <laughs> hospitality <laughs> lead at Black Bear Ridge. Every time I say, it's like they just tell me their names, and I just go blank. Immediately, every time. time, every Story time. I'm like, there we go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, we start every podcast with like a very serious question. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite potato chip? Ooh, I am plain. I'm just like Miss Vicky's plain chips, like all day. Maybe a little hell of a good dip in there, but oh. Like you dip? oh yeah, I love it. Good hell of a good dip like is the super, bomb. Okay, so because you like Mrs. Vicky's, have you tried the double crunch ruffles? No. Nobody's tried the double I've crunch never ruffles. Even heard and of those? Having a moment about it. I know where we'll be stopping at the variety store on the way home. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> so they come in multiple flavors, and they have the crunch of a Mrs. Vicky's, but the flavor of a ruffles. I'm in. Ooh. I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. they're really loud. I though. think you tell everyone, like every podcast. Every podcast. Nobody has tried them, and I'm like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> I think I'm a bit of a chip connoisseur, so I'm I'm saddened that I don't know this, and I need well, to get on it. Right yeah. I'm, not a connoisseur. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Katie, what about you? I'd say I like them all. It's a okay, good variety, yeah. depending on. The mood of the day, it changes. It's Cheetos, Miss Vicky's. Oh, like, we haven't had a Cheetos yet. No, oh. we haven't had a Cheetos. It's the puff Cheeto, not the crunchy Cheeto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that. What about Hawkins? I'm obsessed with Hawkins. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Th- it's just yeah. like a staple so because good. growing up here too, like at Halloween, you got a lot of oh, yeah. Hawkins. Yeah. 
see, I didn't grow up here, so it's like it's funny because my kid would get them. Yeah. In her Halloween basket. I'm like, why is everybody so obsessed with these? And then crazy. I stole a whole bunch, and I was like, kick it. I know why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad they make the really small bags because the larger ones, like I eat to the point I feel sick, but I can't stop. So, so the small healthy. bags are great. It's like a little taste. <laughs> it's just and like then, you like you calm that like yeah. addictive. You can get whatever. them at Costco now. Really? Yeah, and you get like a double bag. Like it's very great. Oh, I feel like a Costco size Hawkins is trouble for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need Costco to know that. Anything. I'm gonna bring them to you. I'm gonna be like, here you go. Oh my gosh, I am obsessed. So Start my obsession started before I. Oh really? Came the Black Bear. Yeah, really? like so I like. I had a, a special place in my heart for them, and it was like it was a running joke with my friends. We'd in fact like concocted this whole story about. Dr. John Hawkins, the founder, which is completely untrue, but maybe a few cocktails in one night, we went on a big rampage about building this whole story, backstory about Hawkins, because we were like obsessed. Like these are number one cheesies around. They're made in Canada. Mm -hmm. And this is before the Belleville connection. So when I moved, like when, you know, I live part time here and and part time still in Toronto with my family. And I was like, called my buddy who the the love affair uh, for Hawkins started. And I was like, guess where I'm working now? close to Hawkins, Hawkins, Hawkinstown. And so <laughs> I like, Town. one of the first things I did was like, okay, where's the factory? Okay. I know where the factory is. Did you find is. it? I did. Yeah. Yeah. A little nondescript, a little it's white very building. Nondescript. No, no sign on the outside. Like, you know, Dr. John Hawkins likes to fly <laughs> under the radar, I guess. And, uh, and then like, you know, got to know the backstory of how they were made and, you know, the origins in the United States. And yeah, like I'm, I love how much you deep dove into yeah, this. I'm like, might be a professor of cheesies. Okay, I definitely have a gift to give you. Oh, I can't, yeah, you do. It cannot be today because I don't have it here. But I'm going to like, I have something We're for gonna you. Drop something oh, We're going to drop yeah. something off. We're going to drop something off. But it's a surprise. I, <laughs> and you're going to lose so it. Exciting. This is so exciting. Um, I, I love those cheesies. I was like deep diving on your LinkedIn. Yeah. And it says you went to school for radio and television broadcasting. Correct. How's that going? What was that well, like? I went a bit of a career pivot now that I'm in the hospitality and golf business. I like to keep things interesting every few years and totally change my career. So yeah, I spent uh, five years working in radio. Uh, really? Where? Yeah. Uh, CFRB 1010 in Toronto. Oh, um, News talk station. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know them. <laughs> they're, so just, they're not us. So I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. No, it's all right. Oh, it was like always it was a little just, combative in it was radio, like right? Talk. It was just yeah, it was news talk station. So I was a, a radio reporter for oh. a few years and then I went behind the scenes and was a, um, a producer for the tough few of the uh, wow. talk shows on the station. So did that for four years, loved it. And that's when I studied and like, I miss radio a lot. Like I really have a passion for it. So listen to it a lot. My wife is also in the business. So that's where we met going oh, to school and she, um, she works for chorus, um, and does marketing for them as the head wow. of marketing for, uh, all chorus radio stations across <laughs> the country. So we're a radio family. Actually, my father-in-law, uh, was also, is also a radio guy. So well, he ran, you, Rick Moss, he ran uh, radio stations in London, Ontario, Kitchener, and he got a start in Owen Sound. What radio stations? Uh, I'm putting pieces together. Sorry, right yeah, now. like who are they owned? Do you know? He, he ran the chorus stations oh, okay, in, so um, 
in London, but he's bounced around like, you know, London, I forget the owners of the London state or, uh, pardon me, not London, um, the Owen sound stations, like a privately held organization. So he's bounced oh. around he was in Kitchener working. So he's worked wow. with like privately held, uh, smaller businesses and then larger ones. But yeah, we've got a long standing yeah. history in radio. Sorry, I'm like nerding out cause I also have a long standing history in radio. So my family owns this radio station, okay. like owns these two, but then my grandfather was like the vice president of Trump for a really long time so yeah. he worked with Jimmy Waters and he started a bunch of stations which is why I asked because I was like Delay, was he with Trump but yeah so so who was your grandfather Fred Sherratt okay yeah like legend yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize until he died and I was at his like celebration of life and then like Marilyn Dennis walked in I was sure. like what the fuck I feel like in college, like, you know, going back to Conestoga College where I studied, like, you know, that would be a name that came up in like, this is, you know, an innovator and, you know, instrumental in the foundation. crazy? Super cool. So cool. Good pedigree. Yeah. You know, guess it's in my blood. Who knows? Making it up as I go. (laughs) It's a great business filled with amazing people. And what's cool about it is um, there are so many connections, right? Like everyone's worked everywhere. And uh, I just love like, you know, we'll probably put together even more contacts throughout uh, either this conversation or in the future. And I love it's a small, supportive Mm -hmm. industry, which is great. That's fun. I love radio. Okay. I love, yeah, I love, I'm just like, yes, all of these things are coming together. Yeah, (laughs) right. Um, and then, Katie, you grew up here. Yes. Where did you grow yes up? Yes and no. So okay. I actually bounced around quite a few times. I We moved, my family moved every couple of years. My dad works, like, across Ontario. Oh. So we moved wherever best suited his job. So I lived in Belleville, I want to say, like, 2013, 2014 was my first couple of years. I moved back to Toronto for two years, and then I actually came back here to finish grade 11 and 12. Okay. So... And then yes, you went to yes Dalhousie. No. Yeah. How'd you even leave the East Coast to come back here? I feel like it that's was, a hard decision. It was, it was like, such decision. a hard decision. Like the the people that are out there, they're so kind mm-hmm. for the first time in my life. I didn't have to look across like both ways before crossing a street. Like mm-hmm. people will just stop for you. And growing up in Toronto, like that was such a drastic change. Very like <laughs> yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, I do love a quick street cross. (laughs) I yell when I'm in Toronto and I'm like trying to turn. I'm like, why are there so many people? Yeah, you have to you have to just go. Yeah. 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 You have to just like let it happen. Yeah, you gotta make your move, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I don't drive in Toronto specifically because of that. I do and I I refuse to drive like downtown. Mm -hmm. I'll just take the go train and then take the TTC. Yeah, I drive all the time. So I live in Leslieville, the East End, and it's intense. But I'm a small town. I grew up in a small town, so I always laugh that like uh, the uh, the honk of a horn still scare like startles me. It yeah. scares me, and it's like a common thing. It's almost like saying hi in Toronto. Yeah. It's like get moving, baby, and like yeah. I still get like shocked every <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I'm because, like, why do you hate me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you if you get honked at in a smaller town, it's like it's personal. It's yeah, personal. yeah, it's yeah like, it feels like an attack. I'm yeah, like, you are like, the oh, worst Jim's honking ever. At. Like, <laughs> you go home and like Jim honked me today. Like what a jerk. <laughs> but we do love like the steering wheel like. Yeah, there's a lot of like, I feel like undercover things. that happen. I feel like when I lived in Toronto, I didn't sleep for like the first week because of the honking. Yeah. And I was like, and just like the general city noises. Yeah. That puts me to sleep. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. at that so point. Open now. window, like sirens going in the night, cars honking, peaceful. Yeah. So peaceful. I used to live in like Kensington <laughs> Market. Nice. So it was like. But I was on, like, Dundas, like, just outside of it. And it was, like, down the road from, like, the hospital. 
So there was always like sirens and ambulances and people. So that's just your you're like stabbed white across noise. the street. It was great. The day I moved there, somebody got stabbed literally across the street from where I lived. I was like, great. Good start. Yeah. I I love this. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> no. Mm. Yeah, we lived oh. on top of an African drum shop. It was great. Oh, what yeah, a time! Speaking of, you know, noise that would be difficult. It was amazing. I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah, I know that drum <laughs> shop very well. I've yeah. been through that. Literally yeah. right above it. Kayla has like a drumming hobby. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I actually do. Really? I do have two African djembes. Yeah. I, I that was like I I love music, but I never like never got in I took piano but never saw it through and like I'm constantly trying to learn guitar but hack but like if you know I love a good campfire jam session yeah. and what I can add is uh you know my drumming skills because I can keep a beat so that was how oh. I contributed to and I do have two drums yeah I do have two djembes that uh if you want to if you want to you know sing a good weezer jam around a campfire I'm your man I love weezer I haven't seen the bar movie but I know there's like a part where they're just like it's just Ken dolls like singing yes Sma yes. what are they singing um I don't know Smash what they're mouth or something just like at you yeah so yeah. and I'm just I don't want to spoil it because it's so, just such not a to insult movie. you but I'm like that's what I'm just picturing you like yeah. drumming singing at people who have no choice I don't know if I fit the Ken doll profile chubby Ken doll maybe but <laughs> that's the thing about the Barbie movie everybody can be Ken everyone can, can be Barbie you're that's right. yeah you're Knuff <laughs> I need to see that movie is that a thing Knuff oh yeah oh, okay. there's sweaters and everything oh interesting oh. stickers you can put oh, on I your car that. it's a whole thing okay. that's so it's good market. I'm I started so... saying can you not <laughs> <laughs> okay seeing that movie this week on my list you have to do you both like golf or like yeah <laughs> Uh, no, like before you started. Before that. I wasn't a huge golfer. Oh, okay. Um, the most I would get out was like the annual boys trip where we'd book a few rounds. And I played a lot growing up. Like I feel like when Tiger Woods first started, I was maybe like first got on the scene. I think it was like 10 or something. So like it was huge and everyone was into it. And then I sort of just fell off. Um it was it's a it's a frustrating game and i was so like so annoyed by it and i was like you know this isn't my thing and um so since you know working at black bear the last two years i've picked the clubs back up and play a lot more and i think i've found the the love for it. like i think i've oh. it's really frustrating like it's it's, it's mm -hmm. a love-hate relationship but every golfer will tell you that yeah. right so uh, yeah i think i've found my sweet spot yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually started playing golf in uh, high school. Oh. My dad taught me how, got me my first set of clubs, and that was my go-to thing. I'd go golfing with my dad and my grandfather. And that's so that's like wholesome. I was just a couple pars away from making OFSA, so that was the highlight of my golf career. Wow. And I hadn't played in a couple years, so being at Black Bear actually brought my love for golf back to life, so that's super exciting. That's really nice. That's very cool. But the hardest part about working at a golf course is it's hard to find time to golf, isn't it? Yes. We're, oh I feel gosh. like the two of us are constantly racing around doing mm -hmm. a bunch of things and it's tough to even just get out to the driving range and play. Oh, yeah. Like I, yeah, it's uh, everyone's like, you know, a lot of my buddies who really love golf and try to get it as much as possible, they're like, they feel like I should be golfing way more, but it's, you, yeah. it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, it's a lot, lot to do. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
Like, and I don't what also do, you do like on your day off. You don't want to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, and I feel, I feel a little bit of guilt. Like, you know, if I'm just on the driving range or out golfing all the time, I, I feel like it doesn't oh, set yeah. the best example for <laughs> the, the team. Like, oh, Kale's out golfing again. Like, must be a sweet gig. So, like, I'm a little bit conscious of that, right? Good. You don't yeah. you don't want to be setting the wrong. Not know, having precedent. too much fun. You, can't have you too have to much look fun. like sad sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I'm stressed. I can't golf. No, yeah, no. it's. Uh, but we're fortunate because we have a killer golf course. Oh, yeah, beautiful facilities. Yeah, I didn't realize that Black Bear was like this top golf course yeah. in Belleville. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, Until like I joined the team. It was it was totally under the radar, little hidden gem yeah. in Belleville, and. I feel like the word's starting to spread a little bit with all the new stuff we have going on. So, yeah. see, I knew there. this. So, how did you know this? I don't know because I take information in, and it's like one of those random facts that n- nobody knows. Oh, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we have cool. golf. Yeah, <laughs> we're cool in yeah. golf in Belleville. <laughs> I'm trying to convince all my family and friends from Timmins to move here. Oh, so I'm like hyper focusing on all of their hobbies, yeah. nice. and I'm like, oh hey, we have fishing, yeah. we have golf. golf. We, we, have all we these will have things. pickleball. We're going to have pickleball. <laughs> we have sailing. And they're all like, oh my God, but we can't go hunting. I'm like, you can go hunting. And you can definitely like, go hunting. Got it all. hunting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, we're really fortunate for, you know, recreation yeah. uh, around these parts, even golf. Like we've got, you know, Black Bear is the seventh rated public course in Ontario. Holy crap. Um, it's, you know, in the top 100 of all golf courses rated by Score Golf. Um, you know, to be fair, we've got incredible golf courses. We've got Timber, Trillium, Bay of Quinty. Like these are all great golf courses too. So if you know, plus pickleball, plus yeah. hunting, mm-hmm. plus you know the Bay of Quinty, Prince Edward County to the south. Like yeah. this is like a haven. It is. Um, if you like being outdoors and doing fun it stuff. Yes. Really <laughs> Sometimes you forget when you live here though, because oh, you're yeah. just especially like I grew up here. Yeah. And you couldn't get anywhere. Like, it was rough growing up here because you don't have public transit. You can't mm-hmm. get anywhere until you get your driver's license. And then, like, we just had the Quinny Mall. And I was like, what is this trash? <laughs> and now I'm back. And I'm like, I love it here. <laughs> it's a pretty special place. Yeah, now I'm an outsider, right? I, I hadn't had much exposure beyond, like, hopping off the 401 quickly to go into Quinty Mall once bought some car parts and oh. met the guy at Quinty Ooh. Mall. Nice. Uh, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems legit. It's a very popular like Facebook marketplace meetup spot. I, yeah, yeah. Was, that's exactly it's what happened. Spot. I met him halfway. Yeah. I think he drove from Kingston and I bought some parts for my vehicle. And uh, But otherwise, I had much exposure and it's really a wonderful community. Like, yeah. Yeah. For the people in the back who may not have been listening, my name is Holly Amon and I am the owner and head coach of Fit with Holly Amon. I have been keeping it real over the past three years and helping individuals feel comfortable in their bodies by promoting balanced lifestyles. I offer a variety of options to be in my world and learn and grow from wherever you are. Anywhere from one-on-one online coaching, which is my personal fave, to fitness and nutrition membership options that fit your needs. And hey, if you aren't really in the market for a coach but kind of want to see what I'm all about and maybe maybe get some cool freebies and cool advice, check out the link in my Instagram bio and in the show notes for access to my private Facebook group and subscribe to my emails because that's where all the goods, i.e. deals and mini offers go first. And for more information, tap the link in the show notes below and make sure to follow me on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a. We've learned that the average person should visit the family dental center every six to nine months for routine dental hygiene. Yep, committing to regular dental hygiene visits can have long-term benefits for your teeth, gum health, and overall well-being. 
During your routine hygiene checkups, hygienists and dentists are checking for early signs of cavities, gum disease, and oral cancer. We both may not love going to the dentist, but Family Dental Center offers a judgment-free space and even provides options like gravity blankets to help reduce dental anxiety. It's also so important to introduce your kids to routine dental checkups early on to set them up for dental success and promote their overall health. This can also help reduce future dental anxiety. For any questions about your dental health or getting your kids comfortable going to the dentist, contact the Family Dental Center at FamilyDentalCenter.com or give them a call at the Belleville, Frankfurt, or Coburg office. And stay up to date on all things Family Dental Center by following the team on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family. Um, can you give us like the history of how you were involved in Black Bear and how it was bought and all that good yeah, stuff? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, Brian McGee founded Black Bear Ridge. He, he started assembling the properties in the 80s and um, um, and started building the, uh, the course in the late 80s. And uh, interestingly, he built the course and then um, you know, went back to the city and was like, Hey, look what I just did, and and they're like, "Whoa, wow, you got a whole golf course here!" And then like went through all the motions of getting it approved and, and recognized as a business. And um, and in 2005 it opened, and in um, 2020, um, Alex Sharp, my partner, business partner, um, who's a entrepreneur, real estate developer, got wind that uh, you no, know, sadly, Mr. McGee's health was failing. He had Alzheimer's and it was fairly aggressive. And um, so the estate was preparing to sell it and um, it was on the market. And so he, he's an avid golfer. He played varsity U of G um, and he's a real estate guy. So it was like kind of the, the marriage of his his passions. Mm-hmm. And so he came out here and played. He was like, this is amazing. And, um, you know, one thing led, led to another and sort of tied it up. And um, so in January of 2021, I had just come off like a pretty heartbreaking like two month interview where I didn't get the job. Um, and we're close friends. We've known each other since grade seven. Uh, our kids are born on the same day. I'm his oh. daughter's godfather. Oh, besties. Yeah. So we, yeah, we're besties for sure. And so we were out with the kids tobogganing in January and I was like, ah, oh, man, I just like had this heartbreaking, um, it was trying to get on the job scene and had a good interview with Shopify and went for like two months and, and lost the job. And he was like, I think I'm going to do, yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Like I was yeah. for sure would have been out the door within a year. So everything works out for a reason. And he's like, I think I'm going to do this. And I'd heard that he was looking at this place and um, he's like, I think there's a really great opportunity here. Like, why don't you come out and run it? And I, part of me was like, I don't think he had really thought it through, <laughs> like, but I was like, "Oh yeah, perfect! I accept this job offer." <laughs> like, Great, uh, we are tobogganing yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Sign here, here, and here. Um, but yeah, it was just like this. Sounds like a. It was post COVID, right? So like, I'd just been on the job market trying to find things, but also like, you know, my wife was working and the kids were home and in and out of school all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like backstopping the family a little bit on that front. So it was tough to find the right fit, um, you know, I, I was, you know, mid late thirties, like you don't just want to like get another job. Like I was trying to you find want, something. Like, something. So yeah. Yeah. You want to be happy. You want to be happy. Yeah. Exactly. And post COVID everything was shaken up, you know, mm-hmm. you wor- working remotely was a little bit easier. So like the prospect of taking on a role in Belleville, um, while not on, you know, when it was certainly complicated, but, uh, you know, working a couple days remotely, it seemed feasible. And so, 
I got on board around then and I said, well, you know, I'll come on board and work for free as we go through the due diligence of the acquisition and I'll build an operation strategy for how we want to evolve this business. And I'll start coming out to the meetings and get a feeling for what the kitchen's life like and meeting the staff and how they market and advertise and sort of try to, you know, uh, digest that and put it into like the things we're going to do when, if we come on board and, and take over the business to, to grow it. And that included, you know, adding the accommodations and that sort of thing. So we worked through that January through till June when we were supposed to close the deal, we had to push it back a little bit, um, which was always a little bit scary. Cause you know, you don't, at this point I'm like, I'm in on this if we're going to do it, but mm-hmm. like we still may not be able to put the deal together. And, um, I was doing some consulting and also still like interviewing, trying to like hedge my bets and like yeah. push all the things forward, knowing that like I think Black Bear is really what I want to do, but like any good deal can fall apart. And it didn't, fortunately. And August 17th, so we're coming up on the two year anniversary, we closed on the deal and, um, and, just jumped right in and the first year was sort of like listen learn validate our assumptions so we saw the golf season through august 2021 through to the end of the year and um and sort of like got a feel for the team and we know we we didn't make a ton of changes we just were like hey how does this business work is this assumption we made about x Mm-hmm. the actual case and um you know just onboarded with the team that was just a lot of administration you're setting up bank accounts and that sort of thing and then like in november december sort of once the season petered off and everyone was was you know gone home for the season we started like the renovations and started to go forth with our plan for the accommodations mm-hmm. and um and in June, we were, we hooked up with Task Force Engineering. So they've, they've been here in Belleville for over 40 years and were acquired um, by a brother and sister, Hillary and Ian Murphy, who uh, are the owners now and just an incredible organization. And they came on board as the general contractors. And uh, we, we did... Um, two extensive renovations on the two main houses that were there. Um, one was Mr. McGee's house and the other was like the, the course builder. And we renovated those and opened up in June, 2021 and um, started the sort of like movement from golf course mm-hmm. to resort. Um, and, so cool. and, yeah. uh, and then in August, uh, Katie came on board and really helped us accelerate the hospitality side of her business and has been killing it ever since. Yeah, what's what your you role? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm the hospitality lead. So I basically take care of all the bookings. I make sure all the guests are taken care of. Like anything from point A to point Z of a guest stay, I'm always there hands on making sure everything's going smoothly. So it's like a turnkey experience. When you come onto the Black Bear property, you don't have to think about anything. You just come with your suitcase, your toothbrush, your toothpaste, and everything is taken care of. Damn. That's a lot. Do you like that? I love it, actually. <laughs> Do you want to be my hospitality yeah, manager? Like, you just manage my life. I think that's what I need now. Yeah. But so do you mostly work with, like, the the accommodations, or are you also with other part of I the mean, course? I mean, I feel like it's a team effort when it comes to Black Bear, making sure everything goes smoothly between, like, golf and events mm-hmm. and the accommodations. But my main focus for my role is the accommodations, for sure. And right now it's the two... Houses. We actually have four now. What? <laughs> Tell us more. So we've got our two large format houses, the Wallace and the Carter. Mm-hmm. They sleep 20 and 16 respectively. And then we also opened up our Jones house on the property, which I think finished last 
late last fall. Yeah. So that's a one bedroom, one bathroom. It can sleep up to four. And then we have our little secret back pocket offsite house. It's three driveways away from our main entrance. So it's not far at all. And that one's a three bedroom, one and a half bath. And it sleeps up to 12 people comfortably. So wow. we've got anything for small, medium and large size groups. That's cr- I did not know. That's very sneaky of you guys. There's just like these accommodations hanging out yeah, it's there. It's like the perfect staycation. It really is. Mm-hmm. Just get like a group of friends and hang out and play Go golf. 100%. Drink um, alcoholic adult beverages. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And then how many more? Because so there's more development going to happen. Yeah. So what's, what's, yeah. what's going forward? What's happening? Yeah. So we were um, granted an, an MZO uh, in 2022 with um, the support uh, ministerial zoning um, order. And so that's basically like a, a collaboration between the municipality and the province um, granting us the authority to to build a development in that area. So we were approved. It's called Black Bear Ridge Village. And for people trying to imagine what that looks like, I think the best uh, way to describe it would be like it's within the city boundaries, um, it, you know, even though it's out in Corby, Corbyville. Mm-hmm. So we've had granted an extension of the city boundaries. We'll be granted the authority to run services out there. So water and, and sanitary and um most importantly, build some homes. So we've been approved to build over 3,000 homes um, out there on, we've got uh, just over 900 acres. And uh, so our goal is to build a a community out there anchored by the resort. Um, So we've got obviously a great foundation in our 18-hole McGee Championship course and our nine-hole short course. And we want to start building homes around it and eventually sort of like scale up and in and around the um, the golf course and the extra lands. Um, so yeah, north of us, south of the Moira River, we've got uh, a lot of area to build there. And, you know, in the next, say, five to 10 years, you're going to see a lot of development happen in and around the golf course and be sort of like a resort-like amenity. And then as you sort of go out a little bit further, it'll be more like a similar, like a, a standard country, country lots and estates out there. So lots of mixed density. So there'll be affordable housing and also Love some that. more luxury side of things too. And something to cater to, to everyone really. Uh, I think we all have a duty to do that um, uh, in this day and age with uh, housing costs being what they are. So make sure that there's a little something for everyone out there. I think mm-hmm. that's wonderful. Just yeah. like to have like the mix of like both housing. Cause it's like, you know what? Myself, I'm a single mom, like, you mm-hmm. know, being able to access those types of things. I'm like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like mm-hmm. to have, you know, just more options. So then, you know, what happened? We learned about the housing continuum. Yeah. We're really and just into the be able to like continuum. for people to move up and then other properties to become available for lower income people. And then it's just a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we all even just need potentially more rental stock out mm-hmm. there. There's just a high volume of people moving in here. We need to build more houses and. You know, there's a, I think there's a great opportunity, again, in this wonderful community to do that. Um, and we're fortunate because, you know, um, it's it's a beautiful backdrop out there. You, again, you've got the Moira River to the north where we'll have some development happening. And um, and then like in and around the, the, the forest and tree areas in there, which we intend to keep as much of the tree canopy as possible. Um, I think it's a really lovely setting for to, you know, build a build a home and, and have a family or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Out there. 
Yep. That is really pretty. And you're kind of out of cool. like right in town, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, you know, seven minutes to the 401 and like 10 to 15 to a hospital. Um, a lot of real estate is like measured by distance to Walmart. And we have that working in our favor as well. Um, I'm not a real that. estate guy. Alex is a real estate that guy. But yeah, that's a totally I thing. I that that's a thing. Sorry. A thing. I really don't like Walmart. <laughs> yeah. People have a love-hate relationship. Yeah. But whether we like it or not, it's, uh, I, it's a factor. I get it. Yes, yeah. I, I get, get it. it. But I'm just grumpy about it. That's okay. <laughs> well, we want to support local, right? As much yeah. as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. So. Yeah. I think that's the root of it for people, right? Yeah. I think yeah. I'm just like super biased because like we work at a locally owned radio station sure. and like, I don't know, I'm just like, a, I love just supporting local stuff. We love local, local yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's essential. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Walmart, you're good for some things. We get it. <laughs> I get it, but I'm grumpy. We don't like it. it. <laughs> Has there been any pushback or just general feedback from the community? On what's happening up there? Yes. Yeah, we've engaged. We had one um, public consultation. We'll continue to do that throughout this year as a part of our, you know, due diligence to, um, you know, get our draft plan agreed upon with the city. And so we are engaging the community in advance of putting shovels in the ground and trying to solicit as much feedback as possible. Um, I would say, like, generally speaking, the community is very supportive from a government level through to individuals in the area. And I think that the residents in the area have very reasonable concerns if, you know, if they have Mm -hmm. brought them up and there were some that did, you know, things like what's going to happen to the environment, how will, you know, the water table be impacted with that many houses being built? What happens with traffic? Mm -hmm. You know, how will water get to the site? You know, how will it be recycled? Does it go back to the treatment plan? Is it processed on site? These are all questions that we have a, you know, duty to answer and provide clarity on. And so I think generally, you know, I'm just, you know, taking the temperature from the public that we have engaged with, I think largely I would honestly say that there's a lot of support for it, but we just have a bunch of answers to provide to the community mm-hmm. before I think everyone will be okay with it. Um, so yeah. I think it's really lovely that you guys are taking the time to engage with the public yeah. because there's a lot of like Toronto investors that are coming into Belleville. Specifically, there's a whole bunch in Trenton right now that are just buying up apartment buildings mm-hmm. and just doing whatever they want, yeah. whatever they want and mm-hmm. evicting tenants who've been there for 25 years. Right. So it's just like, I know it's a completely different situation, mm-hmm. but like to get the public's feedback, I think is just like a really, I just think it's really responsible yeah. and you know, it keeps people in the know about what's happening and what's going on. And yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I, we don't see any other way to do it, I think, out of respect. But really, like, again, we're new to the area. So there are lots of things that we're unaware of that if by engaging people, mm-hmm. it will allow us to do this the right way. And we don't want to come in here and disrupt people's lives. Like, certainly people in the area that live yeah. in the area, that's not the intention. I think we, our goal is to build a really cool product that I think will be great for the community. If you consider, like, again, some cool houses, we retain an amazing architecture firm called Super cool and they are going to bring I think something really unique to the help us bring something really unique in terms of the end product Um, but also I think it's going to create jobs like Mm -hmm. again there's like the houses that we'll build but there's also that will be fed by the resort and you know we want to do more um, you know hospitality inventory in terms of I don't know if we're not sure if it'll be as far as like a hotel or smaller cabins or how that will look at this point we're literally shaping it but um you know, I think that will benefit the community in terms of like a new hospitality resort amenity in the area, which will bring jobs. But, you know, there's 
if the community isn't on board, isn't excited about it, like it's a difficult thing to do. So by engaging the community, I think we can get Mm -hmm. buy-in and we keep, you know, we keep telling people in the community, like what we're trying to do is get everyone on board right now to help shape this. It's a, it's a ball of clay right now and Mm -hmm. they can, everyone can have input and we hope that the end result again is something that everyone's really excited about and, and can get behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very cool. Yeah. Also, I want to circle back to the architecture firm. They're called Super Cool. Super Cool, yeah. Is, yeah. I thought you were just saying super, they were super cool. <laughs> Amazing. Cool S-U-P-E-R-K-U-L. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, that is super cool. <laughs> yeah, they are. I would work with them just based <laughs> yeah. on that yeah, totally. <laughs> That was like 90% of it. Was yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I see it. No, if, yeah, I mean, if your listeners uh, and yourselves want to, check out like their Instagram they're like award-winning uh firm and just like um really really talented group so mm-hmm. I'm really excited. big into design oh you're yeah. 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 Okay. yeah yeah so also I want to talk about design because you guys did like a rebranding yes of things um who did that uh so Ryan Wayne was the designer we worked with and uh he's uh well he was a f- you know, independent freelancer he's since joined a company but he's just got an incredible aesthetic he worked with Alex on his um his business IQ offices which is a co-working mm-hmm. company in in uh well, Toronto, and they've got multiple locations uh, across Canada and growing. Um, so he was a part of that team, and uh, we caught him um, when he was doing some freelance work. So he he built the he helped us build the brand, um, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy with with the outcome of that. You, the the bear logo and the Bagarich font. It's called Bagarich. That's kind oh, of it's a great font. Like, yeah. kiss. Like, we yeah. love fonts. <laughs> yeah, so, like, like, I'm I, a big font guy too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can, yeah, and then just like the whole aesthetic and design. Can you tell us how much that cost? Is that allowed? A few, Are you allowed? A few to? grand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fair. Okay. I yeah, love I know, you know what actually No, was just a- because like people, I always like I'll get people come to me. They'll be like, "Oh, I need a logo design," and I'll be like, "Okay, it's going to be a minimum of this." And they're like, "Oh my god, that's so expensive." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's your whole identity." Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And people don't seem to understand that. So even a few grand, like that's a perfect jumping off point. See people. Logo design is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to invest in it. You really do. And like, even down to the amount of effort that goes, like, we've got a, what, a 20 page brand guidelines mm-hmm. document. Like, just the sheer amount of work that goes into developing that for a designer, let That's alone the conceptual can you process. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. yeah. We've yeah, got like, color I schemes. See that. Yeah. 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 Like, we've got That stuff, colors. like, just makes me so happy. It's yeah. So great. Yeah. Me too. I when love brands can come to me. And like they'll be like, okay, here's our, our media kit, and I'm like, thank you. Oh, you'll love our media kit. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I've got folders on folders. I got love send it. EPS, us PNG, JPEGs. Oh, all you even the- know the different <laughs> file types. Oh, like, yeah. I'll get like screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> so one, okay, so I also do some of the ads on Inquinty, um, and sometimes I'll get a photo of a sign. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh no. Yeah, we, or I'll get like a screenshot of something, and I'm just kind of like the amount of logos I've redone, like and vectorized, uh, and people don't understand like the value of having that. Yeah. I'm just oh, like, yeah. now you can print it the size of a billboard. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah. a good You're vector welcome. file, right? man. I come by it honestly. So previous prior to this, I worked in um, e-commerce, but specifically with like artists and uh, creatives. So like the last business I worked on was called Notion Manufacturing. We're a print-on-demand manufacturing company. So we built a 
uh, software that integrated with Shopify. So basically, if you're like an artist or a designer, you had a you're an influencer, you could essentially sell products through your Shopify store. We would we would make the products and send it to your customer. So they order it on your site, yeah. and then we would receive the order and we'd print the T-shirt, phone case, art print, or whatever, yeah. and send it to your customer. It's like Threadless. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like we My were. My friend in, owns Threadless, so oh. it's like yeah. Yeah, we were playing in that, like I was in that space for 10 years, working with artists and trying to provide them with, um, you know, solutions to sell merchandise, Mm -hmm. essentially. And so I worked with like thousands of artists. And the point of this story is like, I lived in like file quality world. Like it was Mm -hmm. always about like, what was the best quality, high resolution image to reproduce it onto a t-shirt or a phone case or something. So um, I'm a bit like you know serious about file That's quality. That's what I love like yeah. we like, straight up are yeah. also serious about file quality. Yeah. 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 Again, we share an office and there'll be a lot of like, oh God, what what is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lots of oh no. Oh no. It's a, and it's tough to navigate for a lot yeah. of people, right? Like you really have to And get, I get that. Yeah. Like and that's you know, mm-hmm. like starting a business and anyone like out there it's like, I don't have a budget. And I'm like, that's fine. But also like when you want to take your business to the next level like branding and fonts and colors and guidelines and all these things are so important mm-hmm. 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 yeah they I'm make a show big... you something later <laughs> you're gonna... do you know what i'm talking about i don't know the probably cool oh yeah i know what you're talking about <laughs> uh no i do love like the branding and now i feel like because i had been to black bear because mm-hmm. i used to work road crew here and we'd go to events like at black bear when there's golf tournaments mm-hmm. i didn't know i was going to black bear i was just like this is a golf course and now i'm there. like oh this is black bear like i've been here not realizing <laughs> because i think the brand just didn't stand out and now the branding is like chef's kiss beautiful yeah it's i think it's important to alex and i we think like having a, a brand identity is essential to success really mm-hmm. and having being considered about the colors and the signage throughout the whole facility and we spend a lot of time like we've reprinted every damn sign in that place from the front when you walk in the or when you drive up the driveway through to like cart path only sign and but everything oh. matches and yeah you know, there's, that's important. i like having yeah. Yeah, yeah all very intentional and um, i love a good intentional yeah thing. right it's just uh. cohesion is yeah yeah even like we've got our um, we launched a bocce golf course this year and like the the pink bocce shed matches like the mural on the cart barn like we try to be very thoughtful about those little details because it's fun yeah right like Mm -hmm. it's fun to have that so bocce how'd that come to be um so it's a combination of like alex and i like going cottaging with friends over the years like always had a bocce set and it was kind of like a fun game to play while you're out in the lawn and with a beer in hand Mm -hmm. so I would say like I don't know if we're like super passionate bocce ball players but like (laughs) we love like it's a fun game yeah like cottage yeah it's a vibe cottage league type situation yeah Yeah. every time Mm -hmm. you're together get the bocce set out crack a couple beers and and then pair that with there's a place in Toronto I want to shout out called Lob, which is um, a, kind of like a bocce golf course. They they did things a little bit differently in terms of the rules and setup, and it's indoors, um, but it's close to um, close to where we live in the East End. And we played there. I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. They've done an exceptional job. So a little inspiration taken from there, and paired that with the fact that we had this like 
it's our old driving range where we've we've put it on. So we had this like open area kind of doing nothing, this like building, this shed that was kind of like falling apart and needed repair. And it was like, what do we do with the space? It's like one of the first things you see when you drive up the driveway. It's on your right hand side. And it was like got its own could, parking lot. And got its own parking like, lot. Like we need oh. to activate this. And um so yeah, it was just like some ideas just kind of come out of the blue or like I think Alex was like, what about like a botchy golf course? And I was like, it's just weird enough to work, man. Honestly, <laughs> though, it makes me, no, I haven't been yet, but we're always like, are we going to go play bocce? My partner's really into bocce, but. Oh, you got to yeah. gotta get her out yeah. there. Yeah, the person I'm seeing is like very into this. Yes. Well, then. We're going to go on a bocce double date. We have planned it in our heads. Our schedule yeah, is just we would love to. <laughs> you know what? It's like. It's so affordable. Yeah, ten bucks a person. It's meant yeah, to be cool. like a very fun thing you can do with I didn't friends, know it was family. That price. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we like want we so want, good. We want people to come see us like that. And part of the the idea there too is like, you know, golf can be very exclusive, right? Yeah. Whether it's a, a financial thing or a skill thing, and like, we're it's a ver- our course like the the eighteen hole is very challenging. So if you're like a middle of the road golfer, you may be intimidated by it. Um, and so we wanted. To, we want to do more things at Black Bear, Black Bear that um, can include people from the community or tourists that aren't golfers. So this is an opportunity to do that. Yeah. Do anyone, I, any age can play this. I think there's like this rise of like millennials getting into golf because now they're in like businesses where you're like, oh, I guess I have to network and play golf. Yeah. And you guys have done a great job with the ladies night on Wednesday. I know so many people. We've had there. so many guests yeah. that go. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's yeah. Great. And like, it's like every Wednesday night they're posting about Ladies League. That's and awesome. it's so fun. I wish I... I know. I wish I didn't sail on Wednesdays. Then I'd be there. But Shoot. gotta yeah. gotta win those races. So <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> my well, dad great... will fire me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great hobby. And I think like COVID really accelerated how to... Like, Golf was up like 20% globally. Um, during the during, pandemic? Yeah, over COVID. Because it was one of the only things you can oh, do. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, to your point, like that combination of like the COVID push, because it was the only things you can do, plus millennials sort of coming of age. Mm-hmm. And it was like a perfect storm and everyone's getting back into it. And the biggest growth is in like the BIPOC community and also with women. Mm-hmm. And so I think what we're doing at the Wednesday league. And we also have a Tuesday women's league. Um, we do in partnership with iron lady golf. And, um, you know, I think what we, what we're seeing in the market is like, um, and who am I to say as a man, but like, you know, women want a specific type of like golf product that isn't the same sort of thing that golf has been delivering for guys over the years. And so we wanted to bring something unique to the market with the women's league. So on, you know, Women's leagues have been happening for years, but what we're trying to do is add a little bit of an education component, make it accessible if you're not, if you've never played before. So like mm-hmm. we do a, you know, a clinic beforehand mm-hmm. and, and then sort of like have our golf pros out there just trying to support your development of the game and then try to make it fun too. So that it's not just about the golf. Like yeah. we always joked when we were doing the marketing for it, like this is like a golf optional league. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. we want to it be is. a bit about That's the social side of it. I just yeah. want to drink the fancy drinks and mm-hmm. maybe putt some things. The night yeah. I went with my friends, we like, it was kind of a rainy night. So we did mm-hmm. the lesson and we were a bit unhinged. But um, <laughs> then we just went and had the bevy and some delicious food. So you don't feel yeah. pressured into like having to go and play after 
Like you can just hang out. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, I find it like as a woman, it's very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Like in golf, especially in like such a male dominated yeah. sport, like it's it's very intimidating to go out, especially with like a couple friends who maybe don't play golf as well. So the social league was like built from wanting to take away that scare of mm-hmm. playing golf, but also making it more social. You know, like it's harder to make friends as you get older. Yeah. And the whole point of the social league is that you're there to meet people. You're there to have fun. It's supposed to be a joyful time and you're supposed to take the intimidation out of it and make it more inclusive. So I feel like it's doing a really great job of that. I mean, when I can make it out, when I'm not yeah. working, it's <laughs> it's great. So it, it's probably one of the only times I actually get to go out and golf on the course. <laughs> I think too, it is like, cause if you want to get better at golf and you do a lesson that can be pricey, but mm-hmm. you are, get, I love that there's the educational component with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. And I think the majority of players could always use a lesson. So mm-hmm. it sort of bridges the gap between like, if you're coming in and you're getting in, you know, 15 or 20 rounds a year, or you're completely new, mm-hmm. you, everyone can sort of live together and, you know, work on their, their game. Um, and I think that's kind of a, cool, a unique thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we hope it builds up momentum and, and continues to grow because I think, again, I think we're sort of like coming in with a, a great option for any, any player type and then building a bit of a community too, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we talked bocce and ladies social night. Is was there any other programs or events that you have that we didn't talk about? I'm sure there's so many. We actually started doing live music this year. We're just kind of oh. dipping our toes into it. We put some Fun. nice beautiful lights out on the patio. It's overlooking the ninth hole on the course, which is like absolutely gorgeous. So you're mm-hmm. kind of elevated looking over the golf course. Um, so we'll actually set like a performer out on the patio drinks out for the night like our next one's coming up august next 19th so i want to say next saturday yeah i think so. something like that um but yeah it's it's been going pretty good we we love doing it we have great performers that come out so who's That's performing it. next week i want it scott? scott maybe yeah mm-hmm. okay and uh mm-hmm. shout out to justin cooper too who's another uh-huh. two great uh, artists who've been we've been working with kale <laughs> so you're here but your family's in toronto what? Technically, they're here right oh, now. Okay. But, yeah. but what's family? that balance like? I would say it's challenging for sure. Um, the The honeymoon phase has worn off. Like I'm an optimist, so naturally, when you know, when took decided we were going to do this and had extend some conversations with my wife about it, you know, we, the biggest concern we had was me being away this this frequently. And um, you know, at first, I was like, it's fine and it's fun to like. I, I don't mind driving and like I end up booking phone calls on the drive and being like efficient with my time, whether it's like calling my mom or like doing a business call. So like the driving part isn't the hardest. The hardest is being away from family, family, mm-hmm. like two or three days a week. I have an eight and four year old and try to be involved. You know, I want to be involved in their life and see them every day. Um, so that, yeah, it's, it's definitely challenging. Um, and obviously ideally I would not be away. Like I'm here two to three days a week and I stay on site. And, um, so I, you know, that, that sucks. And it's a lot on my wife too, obviously Mm -hmm. she's a busy professional and trying to balance it all. And then having the added layer of me being away is challenging. So, you know, I hold a little guilt for that, but, um, she's also an amazing partner. So we're making it work. And I think it's like a great professional opportunity for me. Um, I'm able to go on a bit of an adventure with my best friend Mm -hmm. and I think build like 
it's a legacy project. Like we could be, you know, building, working on Black Bear for the next 30 years. Yeah. And uh, so that in and of itself is pretty cool. And it's it, so and, much like opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's sort of the balance. It's like anything in life, there's always, you know, a pro and a con that yeah. you have to weigh. And um, so, I mean, I think if I had my way, we'd, we'd maybe move out here. Um, but again, it's complicated um, for a number of reasons. Um, but the cool thing is, you know, this is not just me like holding up to like an office or, you know, uh, you know, we where it's a hospitality. So we have places to stay. Yeah. And, you know, so and we have golf and we have fun things to do. So mm-hmm. like my kids love coming up and yeah. staying on site. My son's doing golf. My um, eldest, Emmett, is in golf camp right now. And Wilders, who's four, like, you know, they're in the city. We live in a. 1300 square foot semi-detached in Leslieville with like a laneway in the back so while we Toronto's great for parks like it's it ain't like the country so they come out here and they're catching frogs and you know ripping around without Mm -hmm. like concern of you know being hit by cars like you know anything like yeah strangers all the things (laughs) one worries about in the city yeah so we're kind of like you know just establishing a new routine in our family and and you know coming to Black Bear is certainly um, a wonderful thing for me day in, day out, every week. And when I get to share it with my family, it's pretty special. Mm, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. And then, Katie, were you in about like this area before you took on the, the role? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was working as um, a manager over at My Storage. Oh. So, actually, the one just down the yeah. road here, the one in Trenton, and the one in Belleville. Wow. I was doing that before. So, I feel, I feel like that kind of set the groundwork a little bit for me going into this role. This was actually a role I was super thankful for. So, I have a great boss, great team. So, I'm loving it so far. And do you think you're staying in Belleville? Like, what brought you back to Belleville to stay? Mostly family. My yeah. family was still living here. I have family in Kingston, and then the rest of my family's in Montreal. So I didn't want to be too far away from mm-hmm. my family. We're a very close knit family. Um, so I feel like Belleville brought back a lot of memories, but I've also loved seeing the growth of Belleville. Like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie, I hated it here right? when I was 15 years yeah. old. Like, it was sad. I couldn't wait to get my license. There was. It was sad. That's like the best summing up of living in a small town growing up. I I wanted to invite my friends from Toronto to come and visit me, but there was nothing to do. Like, what? Hang out at my house, go to the Quinney Mall, Um, whoop-de-doo. But now I'm a lot more excited to invite my friends to come on over. There's so much to do in the community, whether it's Trenton, Belleville, Prince Edward County. Like, Mm -hmm. just seeing this area flourish has been amazing. Yeah, So that's true. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I also agree. Yeah. And I feel like even in just the past, like I was gone for a bit and came back and just even the past like five years, like five, six years, it's just like mm-hmm. gone crazy. Um, it's completely different from when I first moved here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I only have the context of the past few years, like really being ingrained. But I think from what I see, like whether it's your counselors or, you know, mayor, which changed, but you've got, you've had Mayor Mitch and now Mayor Ellis, uh, Mayor Mitch Panchuk and, and Ellis and both like different guys, but great visions for the city and really care deeply about mm-hmm. like growing it and, and bringing new, new things here. And, um, you know, the counselors who have had exposure to really care about it as well. And all the stakeholders in the community, like everyone is invested in this place and wanting to see it, you know, continue to grow. And that's pretty inspiring and unique and special. Yeah. Alice really laid the groundwork before he went federal. Right. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. And 
ever since that started, I think things were really taking off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's, there seems to be a cohesion. Like you never know what's going on behind the scenes, but there seems to be a real cohesion amongst the leadership in this community. Um, is, as far as like it's where spicy. they want to go, it's spicy. I'm sure it <laughs> it's always spicy. It's always spicy, isn't it? it's right? So spicy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. It's, I again, yeah. I don't have a lot of the like the the useful baggage, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up in the Fergus Alora area, and you know was anxious to get out of there. Now I reflect on it, and I'm like, it was a wonderful place to grow up and Mm -hmm. raise Mm -hmm. children and everything like that. But um, you know, being new to this community, you really get a bit of a uh, outsider's perspective, and um, I think it's a really special place full of special people and people who just want to do right. And there's not the uh, there's, of course, always a bit of spice and, mm-hmm. you know, certainly That's the fun part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes it interesting. Yeah. But it's really a wonderful community. Yeah. I think that's what I love the most is it doesn't matter like where you've lived or like anyone coming in. It's like everyone just kind of falls in love with this area Yeah. yeah. just because it's like the people are great. You know, the area is just beautiful on its own. And just there's just a lot to do now. It's yeah. funny, though, because for a long time, no one knew where Belleville was oh, like. No. My, my family moved here like 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to Queens. Like I literally went to school in Kingston and I'd be like, oh, I'm from Belleville. And people from Toronto would be like, where's that? I'm like, you literally drove past it. <laughs> like you probably stopped there and they're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Now they're like, ah, oh, the county. I'm like, right? okay. When I first moved out here, well, when I moved back here, I first lived in Consequan out in Prince Edward mm-hmm. County and my friends were like, where are you moving to? I'm like, oh, Prince Edward County. They're like, Prince Edward Island? You're going that <laughs> no. far? And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. No. It's so funny. I love people. I remember finding this like article online. It was written by like some sort of AI bot. <laughs> it was, love like, AI. It had mixed up Prince Edward County and Prince Edward Island, so it was all these like county activities and like island activities in this one article. It's like you need to visit Prince Edward County. I was like, this is wrong. And of Green Gables home in Wellington. Yeah, yeah, it was like just. I was like, what? Who wrote this? Oh. It was um, a bot. bot. Yeah, we oh, love for sure. Oh no, so we're scary. so angry at AI. I'm right very now. angry at AI. <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh, um, did we miss anything, or like, is there any other shout outs you'd like I to give? I want to know if you can tell us any secrets about what's going to happen next. Yeah, what's Ooh. next? I guess we've got a little something in our back pocket that we're starting to build, starting to put together. So, with our accommodations and a lot of our guests that we've been having, we're trying to find great partners in the community to kind of elevate their experience. Whether people want to go fishing whether they want to do wine tours whether they want to bring that wine to the house we have like private chef dinner and stuff so we actually recently partnered with the beauty collective by injection love Love them so right amazing so person great, like, great human being such yeah. a good collab so i mean she doesn't she doesn't know this we're going to reach out to her shortly but we actually have a <laughs> <laughs> november um a november wellness retreat that we're hopefully starting to put together so we're looking at weekends um, where it's kind of like all about health and wellness we're going to bring the spa to the house we're going to get in touch with nature on the black bear ridge property and we're just going to make it this beautiful weekend getaway all about health nutrition holistic like all about wellness self-care so that's something we've got coming down the pipe in november 
Okay. A little something for the post-golf season, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, obviously one of the challenges is, you know, why come, we're 365, we're a four-season resort, but we're still in the early days, and Katie came up with this amazing idea, something to do once, you know, our accommodations is driven by golf during the season, but we want the why in the off-season. This is going to be one great thing I think we can bring to market mm-hmm. um, awesome. in November. Yeah. Do you got to uh, come out? Yeah. yeah. The amount of like wildlife that we see just walking on the property, like oh, I bet. we have, I met a, an actual team member that we have last night. He does bird watching as his hobby and he's been tracking the kinds of birds that he's been seeing on the property. We've seen a lot of deer. I think we found an iguana. Is there the a black lake? bear? Like, are there any black bears? I've heard rumors. Oh. It's all just rumors. Okay. Never, There's never actually been a sighting. Apparently, so Wayne Moore, who's on our maintenance team, he actually helped like build the course from like taking down the trees in the like 90s. And so apparently he's seen it, but uh, it was a long time it's ago. Like yeah, it's like folklore. Yeah, it's totally folklore. It is. I feel like I maybe saw some like footprints. But yeah. It's unconfirmed. You guys should start a rumor and like name the bear and really like <laughs> we should. use that yeah. as a, <laughs> a, a, like, spin. a made up tale. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like the. The cheesies. The cheesies, yeah. You have a made-up tale like about the it. bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the bear's name's obviously Hawkins, then. Yeah. I get a little bit nervous. Like, it's country dark out there, mm-hmm. and I'm oh, often yeah. either, like, working late or just on site by myself, and, like, sometimes I'm walking outside, and I'm like, I don't want to come. I might come face-to-face with this bear right now. Right. Like, I'm, it's... Like it's in the back pocket. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, not at all. I should be better prepared. Black bears, <laughs> I, like, I don't think are that bad. No, black bears are the bad ones. Really? Yeah, they're the scary ones. I used oh, to have bears like walk grizzlies. down the street when I was a kid, so it was like garbage day. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There'd be bears. Like, I'd be like, I can't leave the house. I'm going to be late for school because there's a bear. Outside. To me, it's like always <laughs> coyotes. Like, the yodies are out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, freaking coyotes. All of them are just, yeah. yeah, you just have to. Great. Honestly, like, bear training was like part of like, girl <laughs> guides growing up. Sure. Like, it yeah. was like a thing. Timmons life. Well, we oh, used yeah. to like go up, like, go camping. And they're like, okay, we're going to go on a hike. What do you do when you see a bear? Like, you bear don't spray. Run. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, there's like no bear spray. <laughs> slow steps. Isn't there? Yeah. There's like a rhyme. I don't, I don't know. It's like I if you see the certain kind, but it's like if you see a polar bear, just like prepare to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty much the ending of the yeah. saying. You're not going to make it. You're done now. No, I don't yeah. want to come toe to toe with All a bear right. in no. my life. That's fair. No, I, I respect that. If you see that. babies, like, you really don't want to be near them. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Just watch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> That's how oh, you yeah. deal with Great everything. movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was awesome. I'm going to shut her down. Yeah. It was cool. great meeting yeah. everyone. Absolutely. Thank you. Was amazing. amazing. It was really good. It was really good. I did have an audio issue, which we posted about yesterday, which yeah. almost broke me. And I was like, "We're not releasing an episode this week." Yeah, but and then I, you were on I the pulled floor it together, and then left. That's my new um, response to situations. I, think that's a I just have response. to lie down wherever I am for about thirty seconds, and then I can pull it back together. No, that's. I think that's fair. I did I it cry. last week too. Yeah, you did. Didn't you do it like at the entrance? I did it at the entrance of our office. Yeah. And usually there's a swear word and then I'm like, I'm fine. And I get back up. I think that's a perfectly like, like healthy a way to. Yeah. Yeah. You're just giving so your brain So normalize when you're overwhelmed, just lying down. <laughs> 30 seconds, take a reset, come back wherever you are. It doesn't matter. Start over. Professionalism. Psh. <laughs> <laughs> but also I think it's pretty on brand at this point for us. Yeah, I don't. I'm doing. I'm living my best life. 
that's what I said. I think I, we had this conversation yesterday in another episode that's coming out in a couple of weeks where I'm just like, I'm going to stop apologizing for being myself. You have to be unapologetically you. And it's very hard to do when you have been taught your whole life to apologize for being too much or being who you are. Well, that's the thing is I've been covering up who I am for so long. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so now I'm the type of person who is this. Yeah. Whatever this is. I like this. Thanks. You're welcome. Cal and Katie were great, though. Kale. Um, I always pronounce the name wrong. I'm so sorry. Kale and Katie were great. They were great. Um, easy editing. Just good vibes. Very open. Yeah. And like completely like transparent with us. Yeah. Which I thought I really appreciate that. And I think it's just something I think that they genuinely have good intentions. Yeah, and I think they're trying to bring something, to, like, obviously Black Bear Ridge is already a great golf course, like, it's yeah. ranked as a great Crazy. golf course, but they're trying to make it something different for the community, which I think yeah. is really special, because Belleville has amazing things, Yeah, but sometimes I think, obviously, we get overshadowed by the county, Yeah, so the option of having things like this in, in Belleville, in Belleville and not having to drive over the bridge is, is pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. And we may be plotting something we with them. Bum, bum, bum. I, I want to like pre-sprinkle yeah. the... We're trying. We're, we're plotting something and we're plotting something. Yeah. Kale, we're coming for you. Okay. Where did we email them? We <laughs> it's happening. Something may be happening. Something's happening. And uh, we will eventually talk about it more later. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Um, Taylor Swift, golfing. Um, summer's almost over. It's not crazy. It's almost our birthdays. It's almost Virgo season, baby. Oh, I love it. Virgos are insane. In the best way. But anyone, anyone like who tells me they're a Virgo or like their birthday and I'm like, are you a Virgo? Mm -hmm. And you know, you kind of like vibe with them on a different level. And I'm like, okay. That's why Beyonce has a song called Virgo season. Yeah. It's, we're different breeds. I think so too. But. I'm yeah. a big fan of the Virgos. Me too. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of us. There's three of us because Emily's one too. So Emily's also a Virgo. Of us in the office are My Kate's also a Virgo. Yeah. You guys share a birthday. We do. Yeah. And both of your names are kind okay. of similar. Similar, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like you're off next week, so we're literally about to record another intro extra. Yep. So that's gonna be. So it's fun. gonna be. What are what else are we gonna come up with? Who knows? I so no I guess idea. we'll just stop this one. Stop this one here because we have to do another one directly after this. Right now. I'm literally going to press mark and that's how I'm going to know to cut it. Cool. So I hope you all have a great week and it's supposed to be a nice weekend so enjoy. Is it? I thought it was supposed to rain. Ah. Oh. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm making things up. Maybe it was just this morning it I was think, supposed to rain. I think Saturday is supposed to be nice but I, I don't know now. <laughs> now we're both checking the weather for you guys. Oh. Today's 40% chance. No it's supposed to be sunny this weekend. It's supposed okay. to rain tomorrow maybe. Yeah tomorrow and then nice. <laughs> oh no there's a, okay. Up in the air what it's going to be like this weekend. Have a great weekend regardless. Have a great weekend. Okay. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and inquinty.ca.